everyone. Hi. <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah, Cass is doing, doing a countdown. We were acting like we were in a fucking movie scene or some shit. <laughs> oh, welcome to our main character show. We are all the main character. You guys are just living in this world that we've created. Honestly. That's it. That's it. Do you like the reality I've created for you guys? I love it. I made it nice and full of suffering. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love how we're talking about realities and worlds and like the Matrix trailer came out today. Ooh. So, yeah. I'm excited. We should if the movies are open, we should all go watch the Matrix together. And can we, we should also do a review? Go watch Shang-Chi? Huh? Shang-Chi? Oh yeah. We just do one. Oh, yeah, Shang-Chi as well. Shang-Chi? Sorry. Yes, definitely. I can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. Can't oh wait for that. Oh my god. I'm so excited. You have no idea how excited I am. The way I have watched so many TikToks about it, and I'm just like, give it to me! My sister <laughs> said, give it to me! Give it to me! <laughs> My sister said it's going to be on Disney Plus like, like late September or something. I mean, I don't know if I believe her, but she said it's going to be on Disney Plus soon. I don't, like, the reason... We'll have to pay for it. The reason why I don't think they're going to put it on Disney Plus is because... Um, of what happened with Black Widow and how like just put it in Australia, man. Just do it in Australia. Yeah, one tiny country, twenty-five million people. That's but, it. But they were like they missed out on a lot of money because Disney is like a whole separate thing, so it wasn't considered money in like Marvel's pockets. I know, but and then also didn't get paid for it. Yeah, so I feel like even if it went on like Disney Plus, I'd want to watch it in the movies because it's like. There's like an Asian superhero. When are we, we going to go? <laughs> when are we going to be allowed to go to the movies? Gladys, please enter the chat. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like um, I feel like even, okay, so even if it went on Disney+, Plus, I'd probably like buy it if we weren't in lockdown, but then I'd watch it like 10 times at the movies to make up for that. Oh, can I say something? This is about like premieres and stuff like that this, is, this came out of nowhere i was watching tiktok today and then somebody was like you know before covid i didn't know we had premieres like i really thought scoma was running the whole show and i was like same bitch <laughs> wait how i literally had to do like fucking when i was in like primary school we had to do um the whole government system we like literally yeah government system i learned that like local government state government federal government in like year six yeah same listen i learned about that too but did it (laughs) fucking click did it click did you not go on the excursion to canberra and see all of this shit and they're like no i never went to canberra i didn't go to that excursion i don't know what happened but i never went and also the person was like but like when you voted before what did you vote for and then he was like Aha. and then I asked myself that question I was like I think I was just ticking boxes at this point. Like, wait you're supposed to number the boxes what do you mean tick the boxes I don't know I just it's just hey last time I don't know when was the last time I voted when was the last time we voted I don't know to be honest I don't I know but like I always choose labor like when it says labor I'm like okay labor 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 and that's mm. all I do I don't remember so the moment I realized never that, like, it literally never clicked. And then when they said it, I was like, bitch, of course, mm-hmm. of course. The moment I realized that, like, it'll always be liberals and labor unless there's like a literal, like, fucking 80% plus vote 
for like one particular party that's outside of that I was like damn so we also like voting for any other party is just wasting your vote you have to vote for either Labour or Liberal Mm. because majority of people aren't going to vote for like the Greens you know what I mean like yeah but um, it's really depressing because I like the Greens you can choose what like, do the greens stand for the exactly. greens get certain seats because a lot of people have voted for them to be in that seat but like technically yeah. it'll always truly be liberal and labor mm-hmm. and oh my god you know what i miss like not really miss but kind of like i lived for it the sausage sizzles after voting yo i love that shit i fucking love it i never got them because i was born. and in the buying the cans of the drinks huh? as well like the soft drinks? Yeah. Like the can, the dollar yeah. can? Yeah. The $2, $1 dollar can. <laughs> <laughs> and like walking up to like the voting, like. You know what I love about voting? Like I remember the first time I went voting, I really thought it was going to take a long fucking time, but it didn't. That shit is a speedy process and I'm here for it. I don't think that's long as waiting in the line if you get there at a late time, you know what I mean? I have never, like, literally, I've been to a line when it's so long, but that line goes so quick. Like I would be at the back in 10 minutes, I'm already in that room. That's so weird. That was never my experience. Like, if I rocked up late... Because in my area, there's just not a lot of people. Like, I live in a really small fucking town. Maybe. Probably. Oh, my God. You know, like, when you're walking through and they're all trying to give you pamphlets? And then, like, whenever somebody from Liberal tries to give me a pamphlet, I'm, like, not interested. And then (laughs) I'm, like, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like it when they give you pamphlets, to be honest. I'm like, I already know who I'm going to vote for. Take yeah, pamphlets away from me. Stop killing trees. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's Stop a waste of paper. Please. It no, is. No, email it to me. Do that. You know who I always see handing out pamphlets before election season? You have to bleep this out. But every single time I used to go to the train station before election season, I was always there. I knew you were going to say that. You know what's yeah, really who funny? Was, who was, pamphlets for what party well the like for, for labor obviously he wasn't okay, a liberal okay. yeah <laughs> you know what i don't mean? know you guys talk so much shit about him i'm just like <laughs> you know it's really funny um one time i actually got roped in to like doing volunteer like work at an election day for labor so i was one of those motherfuckers that were giving out pamphlets because one of, you at one, point one of my friends, <laughs> but I like only when somebody, cause I was very shy. Cause this was like oh. just after year 12. So every time oh. somebody walked up, I wouldn't immediately give them a pamphlet unless they asked for one. But then mm-hmm. I remember this like lady coming up to me and asking for one, but I feel like she did it as a joke. Cause as soon as I went to give her one, she was like, you labor focus, so pushy with your pamphlets. And then she went on some <laughs> tangent about how like, the Labour Party secretly wishes to, like, rule the world and, like, just wants to do bad things for everyone. And I was like, there is really no good or evil. Like, there's no, like, like it's, just, it's just, choosing just, the least evil out of the two. Like, we don't really like yeah. any of them. Abe's government is bad. Like, mm. we all know this. But, like, like fuck, all bad. Evil, I love this about our generation. We all hate the government equally. <laughs> We all understand that the government sucks. Like that's one thing I'll give to us. I'm like, I love this about us. We all fucking hate the government. Well, the thing is, as well, I found with like the COVID situation that a lot of people are hating, like, because I'm not living out west anymore. I'm hearing a lot of discourse about the way in which the West are reacting um, towards the government and the COVID and all of the conspiracy theories that are really predominant in the West. I'm just like, 
first of all, why would people in the West trust the government? Exactly. Like, it makes more sense for them to be like, hey, these people are fucking us over. Then it does for them to be yeah. like, hey, they actually want to look after us. Mm. And so, if you really think about it, it is actually true that the government is fucking over like Western Sydney and Southwest Sydney more than the Eastern suburbs. Like, yeah, 100%. Literally divided us into two groups and been like, the Eastern suburbs can really do whatever during lockdown, but watch someone from Southwest or like Western Sydney step out at the wrong time and get them fined or arrested. And mm. it's, not, it's not like a, it's not a like, you know, $60 fine. It's literally hundreds of dollars for like one fine. You know, I'm all about the vaccine. Like personally, yes, get vaccinated. I really do believe that this is the best way for us to combat the um, cases and whatnot. But to say that it's not a mandatory is absolutely false because jobs are literally saying, if you don't get vaccinated, you cannot come into work. And who is this affecting? This is affecting more like of the blue collar workers than anyone else. You know what I mean? So it's like, you say that it's not legally like binding or like mandatory or whatever, but these people need to work. They can't just change industries at a drop of a hat like you assume that they can just so that they can go to an industry where they're not um, required to get a vaccine. Yeah. They need to go to work. This is the work that they know. This is the work that they like have to go back to. And all of these work sites are saying like, hey, it's not mandatory. Uh, like actually you have to get vaccinated um, to come back to work. And it's like, but it's not legally binding. You know what I mean? Like it's not, how are you going to check that? It's all a bit fucked and it is fucking up everyone's trust in the government, which no one should trust the government. I think it's really funny when I have these discussions with people too, because they assume that like, because I'm pro-vax, that I'm also like, Pro-government, um, pro-capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, no, <laughs> babe. Nah. <laughs> I know. It's like when um people think that because you dress in air quotes immodestly that... You must be. You must be, like, just... Promiscuous. Promiscuous. And it's, like, there's no correlation between the two. It's, like, I just like dressing how I dress. Doesn't mean that I'm more or less promiscuous than anybody else. Mm. It's just fashion, baby. Like... <laughs> I dress for my friends <laughs> and myself. I like, I like to look sexy for my friends and myself. I'm sorry. Just... If other people are attracted to me, like, no duh. But my I mean, friends yeah. and myself Definitely. you know what's really funny i once got told by um this person that i used to go to high school with that i dress like a very straight girl <laughs> and i don't know what that means <laughs> like back yeah, in high school knew what bisexuality was because you literally dress like the definition of a bi girl when was this like when is this recent or a long long time ago like this is like from a recent person that I went like it's somebody that I knew in high school, but it was recent. It was like, I, like so they said the it way was like two quality. years ago. It was like two years ago when I had less color in my wardrobe, but I still I don't think that what I was wearing would, should have been perceived as like straightness. Like I don't think sexuality. I don't even know what straight clothing has... looks like. Cause then that'll be my entire wardrobe. Or yeah, but I'm like <laughs> I didn't know that. 
se- like sexuality was assigned to clothes as well. Like that is so straight of you. You're wearing like a tank top with jeans. How hetero Great. are you? You heterosexual. Bum. Wait, no, I don't even know who they like. What their pronouns are, but do they assume that if you dress plainly that you are hetero? Because I don't. But like, I don't really know. They. I don't think I've ever seen you dress plainly. But they weren't straight themselves, which is why I was like, it's "My like, hair is so off." Though more context, I want more context. I'm like, I was, oh, I was like, "Is this the aura I'm giving to people?" Which is why girls don't think that I like girls <laughs> because I think I'm the aura that I give to people too. Because mm. I, I don't know, maybe it's because they perceived me as dressing to the male gaze because my titties mm. were always out. But I'm mm. like, I don't. But they see people for girls too. I know, I'm like, titties are for everyone, babes. These are for the girls, gals, and non binaries Honestly, I don't know. But I just, I was so offended and insulted at that point. You you guys have no idea. I literally, like, looked at my wardrobe and I was like, I need to change this. <laughs> this no, is, I could not, not be giving that what way. I want to give. That is so weird. I'm still thinking, I'm still on that. I'm like, what the? I mean, I've recently met someone who said, like, like I haven't seen them since high school, but like they saw me and they were like, "You dress differently now." Nada. It's called character development, babe. Have the money, and, like, but like, but like, it was like, like she said, like, you look more phone. edgy, and I was like, thanks. <laughs> Maybe I've become like a terrible person since high school, which I'm like really proud of, to be honest. <laughs> I love my like, what's it called? What's it called when you're like, it's not character development, it's like character, like... My origin story? <laughs> Your villain, villain origin, origin story. story. <laughs> like, I've gone through my origin story, like, that was high school and now I'm here. I've become my true self. I was yeah. like, I was like, thanks, bro. But yeah, I think people that I haven't seen since high school, they we like, you dress differently. I'm like, yeah, well... To be honest, in high school, I was wearing the same fucking clothes because we had Mufti every day and a bitch didn't have a lot of clothes. So sis had to outfit repeat. <laughs> Honestly, the way that um some people are like, oh my God, you were wearing that like last week. It's like, do you not understand the concept of a washing machine? Or do you not understand the concept of I spent a lot of money on this, so I'm going to rewear it. I'm not. Or do you not? understand the concept of i'm poor exactly i was poor i swear to god my that skirt costs 20 dollars. i am wearing it every fucking day of the week honestly oh my gosh like come on i was literally making like 120 dollars a fucking week like <laughs> come on my mom and dropped me off to school bills. do you think i, I had to pay my phone bill too so a bitch was really suffering suffering you know what I've been thinking a lot about lately? So Tash spoke about her learning today um, in her, in school. In <laughs> my uni a little class, <laughs> we were learning about performance and how we perform different roles in everyday life, like at work, between our friends, between our families. Mm-hmm. I've been I think that's really about- cool. Because I, I think I do definitely change like perform differently around certain groups of people like all the time it's like the whole concept of like a customer service voice like hi guys how are you going today um what can i get you today (laughs) go on a what were you saying 
Um, I was thinking about like what makes me a good person. You know what I mean? And <laughs> all of these things that I've been picking off, right? That makes me a good person. It feels very formative. Like it feels very much like, am I doing this because I'm a good person or because I want to be, I want to feel like a good person. You want to be perceived as feeling, a good person. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm feeling like I'm a good person or being perceived as like I'm a good person, is it really good? Like, and also, do I need to do things to make myself be a good person? Because if I'm not doing them, that, that means I'm being a bad person. And I've just been thinking a lot about whether I'm or not, it is good or bad to do things that are right or wrong. Because what is right and wrong? And I've been really but, spiraling on that. Because I'm like, how, like, I've been thinking a lot about the fact that I haven't done shit during COVID. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I have not been doing anything that would make me be considered, like, good. So, like, what would that, what is that, what, what would be considered good? No, like, I think prior to COVID, I was doing a lot of stuff, like, I do things like, you know, I donate to charity, um, I, going out actively, like, being their support friends and all that kind of thing, but, like, I'm vegan, which is so, <laughs> like, <laughs> she's better than all of us, you guys, to, like, bring up as being, like, a good person, but, like, I do it for the ethical reason, you know what I mean? And I have to try and think constantly about my environmental impact on, like, the world. The earth. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, really trying to minimize, like, how I am spending my money and, like, think about that really consciously. But, like, mm-hmm. what else can I do right now during COVID to help people? Because I really have not been active in, like, helping people. But also, do I need to be? I don't think so. Because what can you do right now? You're indoors. How are you supposed to help anyone? Yeah, I feel like the only thing that you can do right now during lockdown is like spread awareness about issues happening all over the world. And just like, I don't know, be there for yourself. Yeah, true. And you know how you said Mm -hmm. like spread awareness of stuff like that? I have a difficult time doing that. Not doing it. It's like, I just see from my point of view when I do that it's kind of pointless that's how I see it like mm-hmm. yes yeah, something bad is happening and you just post it on your Instagram story I'm like what is that fucking doing exactly like that's how I feel and I never do it because of my that. also is like that I I was initially doing a lot of that because I was like blah 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 but I think all of my friendships like they're already people who are very aware so I got to a point where I was like this is actually making me really sad that every single day I'm consuming this type of information and everything that I ever consume is like bad stuff mm-hmm. so that's a, that's the reason why I have stopped sharing like every once in a while I will share something because I'm like this really needs to be discussed a lot more yeah. but more so like I like my for you page on my Instagram is full of the stuff like everything that's happening in the world it's very diverse which I'm really happy about but like you know if it's already affecting me when I'm seeing it like all the time I kind of wonder if my story was just bad thing after bad thing after bad thing how would it affect others you know what I mean definitely I think also I also do understand why people put it up this is really good to like spread it if you have like a bigger platform my platform's tiny all these people on my Instagram I know that they're already seeing this stuff you know what I mean like they're all people that are on the same wavelength as me but like if you have a bigger platform I do understand how that would be important and like informative, you know? I see that. Like, I, cause I understand when people do it, like when I see my mutuals doing it, I have nothing 
wrong like there's nothing wrong with that I don't even feel some type of way about it and I'm not judging anyone but it's just when I do it I'm just like they already know and I know so there's no point in me doing it especially that's just Instagram with Mm. Twitter I feel like Twitter has a larger reach with people yeah Mm. so I would do that like I tend to repost something but like for Instagram I'm just like like the way I think Instagram is just so fucking trash (laughs) honestly instagram is the worst for like spreading awareness and spreading information like i just think instagram is like the worst fucking platform like everybody there like not everybody but most people especially like the most influential people there are just they're just influencers and what the fuck and influencers literally are all fucking problematic in my eyes they're all if there's they're sales people they're selling you um you know a lifestyle like everything that they do is so commercialized to the point that if they are raw and relatable on their platforms people are like you're only doing that so you can have people try and relate to you it becomes Mm. like such a you know a foreign thing to people that it any type of um genuine behavior is just like why are you monetizing this because we know that if you are um uploading something about it you're gonna get paid for it yeah what do you think you just don't know what's real or fake with influencers just because that's what's you know you know what's really funny um (laughs) i'm probably gonna bleep this out um but influencers but no not many of their followers know that they work because they have scheduled posts of them at parties and stuff while they're at their shifts. And I find that so strange because it's just like, I get that you're selling a product, like, which is yourself, like you're a brand image or whatever, but I've met these folks in real life. And let me tell you, they're not that interesting. Like they- <laughs> They're not giving what they're supposed they're to get. They're not. They're literally like, kind of like the quirky that you see on the internet where like, you will like stick out your tongue and be like, goofy. Like, I'm like, but then I see like, people of color that are like trying to bec- like have a bigger platform and like getting to fashion and things like that. And they have like less than like 15K followers and they're actually socially aware and actually like themselves on the internet. And it's just so weird to see like the whole like mm. divergent things between the two. Like you can be like a basic, like skinny, yeah. white and privileged. Like that's literally it. Mm. Mm. I really would like to diversify the influences out here because like I'm so tired of seeing the same features all the time. You know what I found also about my for you page is that like I, you know, when you can go on stuff and you can be like not interested, mm-hmm. a lot of the time, like I often get like different types of religions that are being um like talked about, but the only one that I ever show as like not interested are the Christian ones, and it's not because I hate Christians or whatever. It's more so because like the Christian ones or the Catholic ones are very like I love Jesus you should all follow Jesus it's very much like trying to convince you to come into Christianity whereas like I'll see like you know Muslim content and Jewish content and they're just like you know having a good old time talking about their religion it's never really so much about like um this person saved my life it's very much like 
um, you know, jokes or like really informative stuff or stuff that's really like they're answering questions because people have questions about it. And I'm just like, this is so funny, like the way in which these all these different religions portray themselves on the internet. You know what I mean? Speaking about religion. (laughs) Um (laughs) me and Bianco. Once I, we actually got chased by this like Christian lady. I want to like, no, I want to point out that this woman specifically just wanted to attack Tash. Like she was, she like, she went, she came after both of us, but she was specifically attacking Tash, if that made wow. sense. Like she was attacking both of us, but like she zoomed in on Tash. Yeah, <laughs> like she was talking to both of us, but staring me down. Like she wanted to fight me. And, and- yeah. You tell the story, it's your fucking story to tell. <laughs> so Bianca and I were like walking around like the CBD, town you know, hall. town hall. Yeah, right in front of like where Woolies is, where the tram lines are and stuff. We're just minding yeah. our business and laughing. And we kind of like link arms whenever we're walking next to each other. So we were doing that. And like Bianca was just wearing like a satin dress with like a shirt underneath. And I was wearing like a pleated skirt and like a shirt. A crop, a crop top. top. A crop top. That was it. A crop top. That's important. <laughs> a crop top. Yeah. And this pleated skirt was like short. Yeah. But I was wearing shorts underneath my skirt. Anyways, besides the point. So um, this lady was giving out like pamphlets. And then um, what were we doing? We were just walking. We were just walking. We were minding our business, walking at a normal pace. And then she started following the both of us and yelling scripture at us and then she looked at Tash and was like your your body is a sacred <laughs> temple reserved husband only <laughs> and like the way Tash literally turned around wanted to fight and I was like no babes <laughs> we need to go we need to go now today it was literally over 30 degrees it was. I was sweating and I'm like I don't feel like fighting an old lady today but she was basically <laughs> running after us with this like pamphlets in her hand, shaking them at me and pointing and yelling across like the pl- like the the like, like she was walkway. literally yelling in the streets at and us. Everybody like, could hear her. You know, I find it very interesting because there's always it's always like some variation of like Catholic Christian or like something in that like you know realm that is preaching around or near town hall and they're always preaching about like you know obviously Jesus they're always preaching about how people are trying to get us to be socialists and how bad it is but they never really talk about what socialism is the thing is socialism sounds nice on paper so does communism to be quite honest it all sounds nice on paper (laughs) like it's all it all sounds nice on paper but humans do not have the capacity to actually go through and practice it correctly because mm-hmm. somewhere along the line someone's gonna get greedy you know Power what I mean corrupts. <laughs> yeah and so like I I think it's really like idealistic for people to um love the thought of you know socialism and whatnot just don't think any type of government would ever <sighs> give us what we want there's no there's no right way and the only thing that like you know would be interesting would be complete anarchy where we all had to fend for ourselves like at what point would we like initially I think if we had anarchy it would be a lot of people doing shit that they like is very fucking like immoral and shit but eventually people would get tired of it you know what I mean 
eventually they'll be like, actually, we don't like living like this. Let's change the way that we do things. So, yeah, that's my rant about socialism. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of alcohol. I finished my um, PhD in tequila. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I noticed. And, okay, so see these lines here? I drank up to this second line and then I filled it up with tequila up to like here. And then it just tasted like tequila after that? Yeah, and so it's about, I think it's probably anywhere around four to six tequila shots. So I'm feeling really wavy. Wait, what, are, what, what was the topic again? The topic is performative? Performance? Oh, wait, no, we were talking about performance. Okay. Okay, wait. <laughs> why, why did you skip? <laughs> I don't know. I, about that. I guess we can just say like some of the ways we do do that. We I have forgot that. that. Okay. So um. Okay. You know the thing about like so, so basically what I'm learning in school is so there was eight different things that we were learning. Wait, let me bring up my slides. Let me bring up yes. my slides. Yes. 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 School dash. <laughs> I'm giving y'all you want a screenshot? an education. <laughs> Please, yes, You guys don't have to pay the 1.5K that I'm paying. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get it up. Hold on. Intermission. You know what I find really funny about university? You can literally just walk in there, not pay for anything. Like, if you just, like, for fun, like, if you had nothing to do, you you're really, really like, financially you really stable. Could. And you can you- literally just walk in there, just learn some shit. And you, you really, really can like that's like, actually like anything. you can just walk into the fucking lecture and you wouldn't have to do any of these sometimes silly assignments as well mm. if i was an eclectic like millionaire that's some shit i would do like truly i would just walk in learn some shit and then leave the dip <laughs> can i just say though but these fucking lectures be reading off of slides like <laughs> honestly like why am i paying so much for you to read off slides or else some of sometimes they get you to teach each other like they give you content and then you have to perform it for the rest mm, of the class and i'm just like what Why am i, I feel like so that was much? most that was literally all my fucking classes except my microeconomics classes and that's literally only because it was all mathematics and that's it they but have, everything else the mathematics you have to be taught it listen 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 can i tell you listen first year economics so fucking easy i go to second year tell me why i was doing advanced calculus and i was like hold on (laughs) i never did maths in high school i don't know what any of this shit is so then i literally had to learn (laughs) calculus and algebra from the start just to keep up because the fucking lecturer was not fucking showing you how he does any of it he'll be like this is the formula this is the question. This is the answer. He does not, he doesn't show you like how he got to it. Like he just gives you the answer. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. What the fuck? Literally, that was two years of my life. That was my fucking struggle. Wow. <laughs> you know, what's really funny. Okay. So in a lot of like my classes this semester, because like, it's so weird because in media you get a like a diverse range of like different people and some of them let me tell you like some media students try too hard to be quirky i think because just some of like some of the things that is said in our zoom chat i'm like you did not need to say any of that here like we hate being in your class tash like the way you complain about these motherfuckers every day i would literally kill myself it's always 
sorry, I know, like, everybody's gonna be like, this bitch really hates white people, but anyways, it's always, <laughs> it's always white media students that are like, ah, ha, ha, I'm so quirky, oh my god, or else there's like, this one guy that, oh my god, he was in three of my classes, and he always, whenever we're talking about, like, societal issues, or like, constructs that are really bad for, like, people of colour, he would always have to be like, let me play devil's advocate for a, like, oh, a little bit. Fuck and, you and your devil's advocate. And at one point, like our tutor was white. At one point she was like, damn, you need to stop saying these things. Because if you said them outside of the classroom, you would probably end up in hospital. What is he saying? Like how bad is this shit he's saying? Like he would say that, um, okay. So I remember there was this one point where we were talking about like um, cultural appropriation and just like stereotypes. Like, and he like navigated to like the stereotypes and he was just like, so I'm like, let me play devil's advocate and just say that like not all stereotypes are bad. And then we were like, what do you mean by this? Like, please explain. And then he was just like, oh, like, you know, like some stereotypes for like Asian people, for instance like they're smart or whatever and that's not a negative thing yeah and he's like and that's not a negative thing and then like we were all like yeah but when you have the pressure to succeed and like you're like made out to be like considered the like model citizen yeah it's like the model minority myth where like it people like even some cultures believe that to be like a good thing for us but it's not really because like why why is it good to be closer to like whiteness you know what i mean and you know what's the worst part about stereotypes or just in general, most stereotypes are for people of color. And what I hate is that people of color are literally not allowed to be individuals at all. Like, or like any form of mediocre. Everyone, like if you're a person of color, you have to exceed, you have to excel have to. in order to be considered like worthy of being in these white spaces. And it's like- Yeah. And like, even when I went to Japan, like I was I was literally like to the girls around me I'm like listen I need to look good every single day because I am representing every other black person out there why did I think that no white person would ever be like oh yeah I'm representing every fucking Mm. other white person in the world like look at the rich white people and how they dress like that should say a lot about that Mm. yeah it's really interesting that we're talking about this because I just saw this recent thing where um Olivia Rodrigo she's being blasted because she said basically in one of her interviews that when she was growing up she only ever thought that pop stars were like skinny tall white girls like really pretty skinny tall white girls and then all of these people are like dragging her being like she's talking as if she's not half white are you not half white like half white and it's like well you are bringing up her whiteness now because of what she said but it's obvious that she doesn't like relate to her whiteness as much because She's had to put herself in this very specific box of like representing Asian people, even though she is half white. So like, if she wants to say shit like that, it totally fucking makes sense. Like, hello? It makes sense that she has this opinion. Mm. Mm. And I think it's good for like, like that's not a bad thing, but it is when they talk over people of color and use their like white experience and just become arrogant assholes about it but when you give like your platform to an issue that's affecting like a minority 
it's not a bad thing. And her like putting on show that look, a lot of pop stars, people automatically assume them to be white, skinny, and rah rah rah. It's good that she's saying that because well, a lot of like people in the industry are like, oh my god, you have to be a certain size. Like, look at the way people come for Lizzo. Always coming for Lizzo every day. Every day, Lizzo can literally just open her mouth and be like, ah uh-uh, ah, shut up. I literally saw something the other day where the person, every single thing Lizzo does, Mm. they don't like it. Yeah, I saw this person once dragging her because they were like, have you ever seen Lizzo talk about plus size men? She doesn't. She doesn't like plus size men. And everyone is like, where has she ever said that she doesn't like plus size men? I see a TikTok about that and then somebody else like sitched it and put up like her song. Boy? (laughs) Yeah. Um. (laughs) Big boy, skinny boy. (laughs) And they're like, love boy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was like, she literally said in this song, what are you talking about? Okay, back to performative. <laughs> okay, okay. So back back to performance. We keep getting off topic, guys. This is not this good. This is why we're unhinged besties, okay? <laughs> okay. So there's eight kinds of kinds of performance. So like performing in everyday life. So like social when you're socializing with your friends. For instance, like none of us are gonna act this way in a corporate setting, right? No. 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 And then there's like in the arts where like you have performance arts, so like abstract art and just like dance and things like that. And then you have in sports and like other popular in entertainments. I found this really interesting because like, like if you weren't, I don't know if you if you just look at basketball, you're like, yeah, people will like play sports for fun. But then like when you put on like a thinking hat, I guess, and you're like, mm. wow, they're like actually performing in a way that's set to regulations in the sport i don't know much about sport I it's like really like there's rules to strategic, it yeah. you know what i mean yeah everything that they're doing they're doing with purpose yeah exactly mm-hmm. and then there's like in business obviously like customer service voices and stuff like that and then like in technology as well so like we portray certain images across like social media i guess and then like yeah and then in sex, <laughs> this, this is so funny to me, <laughs> because just like performance as an art, like faking your orgasm during sex, like that is a performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in ritual, so like in different religions and like sacred and secular societies. And then in play, just like when you're playing around with people and stuff. Yeah. There are many different ways that we're performing on a day to day basis. I feel like there's so many. I'm like, so have I literally done each and every one? I'm like, how many have I fucking, I guess, all of them? Yeah. All of them. Like, we all have several different roles. Like, and it, even like going into those and being like, okay, so I perform different roles, like with just like platonic friends compared to like romantic relationships and just mm-hmm. like, you know how, like, there's this whole thing around the first date and how people try to, like, put forth their best impression of themselves so that yeah. you don't hate them, like, off the bat? I fucking hate people off the bat because I don't know what happens during my first dates, but people seem to either be intimidated or they just don't know how to fucking act because I hate those people off the bat. Like, you know what I mean? Initially, like, first day, I'm like, you are so boring. Why am I the most interesting person in this room right now? <laughs> Yo, do, do you come to this conclusion in, like, the first five minutes? hmm <laughs> People like to sit there and be quiet and stare at me. 
I fucking hate that. I've okay. So have you gone? How many silent dates have you been to? Like where just they're just fucking quiet. Majority of the dates that I've been on have like had really weird awkward pauses where they just like talk like they look at me and expect me to like fill the pauses. Well, like, I have to always constantly ask like a lot of questions, and I'm like, why? Why are you having such a hard time? like talking to me like I get it that I'm fucking stunning beautiful gorgeous and you didn't expect that but like it really there is no need to be (laughs) tongue-tied literally like just talk to me I'm most likely gonna fuck you like there's no need to be nervous right now it's the plan for tonight like there's no need to talk sex is always on the table till you take it off like this (laughs) just fucking trauma dump on me I don't even give a shit like at least do something because this me like you know having you stare at me that intensely makes me think that you've fallen in love with me already and that makes me very uncomfortable Mm. like emotions make me uncomfortable baby I'm an Aquarius (laughs) okay so what was the question you were gonna ask Tash no fucking what was was there a question because you told us about performative so I, you wasn't, I wasn't gonna ask the question i was just telling you guys about it but wait no now this brings me actually to a question go on okay so um like oh i just lost my train of thought guys it's not the worst it'll come back hopefully <laughs> um but yeah also yeah we also did learn about like different aspects of like performance in like the way people present as like feminine or masculine and how like none of like none of the performances are intrinsic like feminine or masculine but then that's when like Mm -hmm. social constructs come into play and i was like Mm. thank you for saying that (laughs) thank you you know what i think about i think about the fact that i probably present to a lot of people like really feminine but i'm not really trying to present feminine i'm just trying to present pretty you know what I mean? <laughs> I think that I uh, think yeah. I'm pretty. That's what I'm gonna wear. I want to be pretty all the time. That's my like number one goal. I think I do both sometimes. Mm-hmm. In both, like there are times where I am feminine. Like I will dress feminine in some occasions, and then some occasions you will see me not dressing like super masculine, but you will see me wearing jeans and fucking Doc Martin boots and an oversized t-shirt. And just looking like I'm, I do not, there's nothing about me that screams, oh wow, she's so fucking cute. But I, let me interrupt but you. But see, there. that is cute. I but find cute. those outfits really cute. It's literally. Okay, maybe just to the like, male gaze. I guess I'm looking at the male gaze. You're looking from the male gaze, fair enough. That me, is like, not... whenever I wear shit, regardless of what it is, it's always like, hey, do you look cute? Or are you covered enough for work? It's always between the two. Yeah, same. When I go to work, I fucking dress hideous. I'm like, <laughs> I just need to cover that. I mean, same here. It's what you have to do. This, you know what? I find it really hard to be a woman in the workplace because you cannot dress the way you want to dress without being perceived in a certain way. And why do we have so many outfit regulations on women only? Mm-hmm. Like, on the female body. Like, I can't have lumps and bumps showing. Like, why do I have to wear a bra when I've never worn a bra for any other occasion in my life? Why, why am I too weird if my legs are showing or my, like, torso, you know what I mean? Wait, can we specify, like, which field you work in? Because, like, for me, I work in a corporate office. 
and from my experience most of most of the men that work there are always dressed quotations well like they're wearing like business suits they're wearing casual business or they either in business suits but where I am I'm fucking going to work in jeans and sneakers every day no so I work in like um a, literally a sales role for like a company <laughs> Mm. so it shouldn't matter that much and even when I was like in retail I wasn't allowed well I was I was technically not allowed to just wear like jeans and stuff it had to be like like even in my contract it's specified that you should always try and wear at least a little bit of makeup so you look pretty like that was in our contract sales I guess yeah (laughs) and I was just like do them like does all your male identifying employees always also have this in their fucking contract do you know how much makeup costs if you want me to wear it you should pay for it then it should be tax deductible it should because why else are you making me wear it and like it's so weird because i would get very weird looks because when i knew head office wasn't coming in or anybody that would tell me off what i was wearing i would just wear whatever the fuck i want and then like um a lot of like my coworkers who were male, like men, would always be like to me, "You don't dress how everyone else in your company dresses," and I'm like, "Cause I'm hot." Because <laughs> I'm existing. <laughs> because apparently my existence is automatically sexualized because I, you can see like one inch of my skin. I've always worked in an environment where I um had to have a uniform so I've always just like been wearing uniforms since I first began now I don't wear a uniform but like I work in a very um it's like majority women because of like what I do there so it's like kind of corporate but also like I kind of have thrown that out the window I just kind of wear whatever I want to um, as long as I'm covering up everything that's my goal as long as I'm covering up everything like that needs to be covered then I will wear it even if it's ugly because I don't like every no one's cute there you know what I mean there are no cute women I mean they're all lovely they're all beautiful there's a difference between like me being attracted to the women and me finding them all beautiful because they are beautiful inside and out but yeah I don't really go there to attract anyone so I'm just like here we go I have my boobies are covered my torso is covered my legs are covered I feel like it's also because it's work. You just have one mission. You're like trying to get the fuck out of there. Like you're in and you're trying to get the fuck out. You're not looking at people. You're not trying to impress anyone. Yeah. You're not trying to attract anyone. If someone you're was hot there, the then I would. You know what I mean? If someone was like someone that I wanted to like get with, then I probably would. But otherwise, don't really care. See, I like dressing skimpy so I can look at myself and be like. Best. Like I love I'm dressing so up so cute. Like I feel like sometimes I don't know what it is. I like dressing cute, but sometimes I'm a bit, um, what's the word, insecure to wear it outside. Like, remember how we were talking today? I saw this really cute skirt that I want, but then me, I'm like, it's too fucking short. And that's literally just because I'm just like, it's so cute. And I want this. I feel like if I wear this outside the whole time, I'll just be like, something bad's going to happen. Like, I'm just not comfortable with the size. And also, I feel like because I am I am not petite, it kind of I'm not petite, 
and I am a black person and black women are always perceived as strong women and independent and blah, blah. There's just very little room for you to be feminine and like really, what's the word I'm looking for? I forgot the word I'm looking for, but you're just not a, like, it's just, you're always like, everybody always says, oh yeah, you're a strong black woman. That's it. Like mm. you're literally supposed to have it all. You can't, you're not supposed to be timid. You're not supposed to be like, literally they're like, oh, you're not sh-. like, you can't be shy. You have to be. And that whole, you got to be loud, like loud black woman sort of thing. Like if I'm being loud, people will look at me differently. Mm. Yeah. All the time. So I guess that's it. I guess maybe that's why. I think I behave differently in settings like that. Like, so if I am always the only Black person in a setting of people that I don't really know about, I'm, I don't raise my voice, even though mm. I am, I am literally, I'm loud. What's it called? Is it code switching? Yes. Mm. I'm always switching. Like at work, I talk differently around other people that I'm not very comfortable with. I talk differently. If I'm around Black women, I talk differently. If I am around my family, I talk differently. I just, like, I don't even know which one's the real me. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who am I? Existential crisis. <laughs> Literally, because I am switching up every single time to whoever I talk to, I present a different me. Hmm. So everybody just gets a different me. Yeah. 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 And it's like very hard to like navigate that and be like, which one is my authentic self? I don't know if I can yeah. Yeah. I think I like, maybe it's all me. Is that all me? I don't I know. I feel like because we as people can be like multi-dimensional and have like be like multifaceted in the way where like we are able to present ourselves in several different ways. But I think just like acknowledging and noticing that like this is the way I have to perform in certain aspects of life. Like my Facebook is purely for my family. Same. <laughs> I will not be posting any like two good looking photos of myself on Facebook because I don't want my family overseas to be like, wow, her dad has raised her as an immodest little fucking hoe. Because, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, even my dad was like to me, if we go to the Philippines together, you have to bring a lot of jackets. Because all of your shirts are crop tops, basically. My parents said that I'm not allowed to wear singlets that are thin, like with the thin straps. I always have to wear thick strap singlets. If I'm going to wear singlets, I always have to wear things that are below my knees. And I'm just like, damn, it's fucking hot here. It's tropical as hell. It's it's very weird how like, because just like going off what Bianca said, how like she like code switches because of like different stereotypes about being a black woman especially in like australia and just everywhere really it's so weird that like you're able to be like yeah i'm acting this way in this different certain settings and just be like wow which one is really me (laughs) sometimes you don't even know that you're doing it until it's over like it's just like a normal thing that you do Straight out, like I don't even notice it, but I, like I don't notice. I just do it. Like I'm like, oh, there's my boss. Let me let me put on my fucking <laughs> this yeah. whole different tone. I speak different. I talk different, and then I see Tash, and then here we go. We're talking different. <laughs> yeah. Bro, okay. I, so sorry, a 
Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. So I've like I've noticed the way I interact with like Bianca specifically is very different from like the way that I interact with just like people that I don't hang out with as often. Because I feel like I'm very comfortable around you that I'll just do whatever the fuck I want. But then like <laughs> around certain friends where I feel like I might get judged or they might be like what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't act that way. And just, like, as well, because, like, the whole, like, stereotype of, like, Asian women is, like, submissive, like, docile, kind of, like, cutesy petite. I, I don't find myself that petite. Like, I'm basically just short, and my body matches my height, I guess. Like, no lie, you are the angriest person I've ever fucked about. Yeah! <laughs> I am so not docile or submissive. So it's really weird. And it's even weirder when I, like, date people from the same cultural background as me. And then them being, like, like, you're not, like, a lot of other, like, people that I've dated because you're, like, you are, like, angry a lot and like <laughs> you're not as quiet you're or submissive as like, and you're not shy and you're not shy but then i have like some people that don't really know me that well that is that will tell people oh tash is very shy and then like somebody like bianca will be like what the fuck she, no she isn't and it's I just, feel like when it comes to that, yeah. Yeah, and it's just very weird that so many different people can have different perceptions of you because you've behaved in a certain way in front of them. True. And that they don't, they kind of like can't grasp the fact that like we're not at that stage yet. So obviously, I wouldn't act a certain way around you, the way that I would act around somebody else. Mm. And I love it when whenever somebody calls anyone i know who isn't shy shy i'm just like they probably don't fucking like you (laughs) your vibes are way off to them like way off yeah they don't like you that's why they're quiet you're not worthy to hear their voice truly and just another thing as well like even with this podcast people just listening to what we say on this podcast will think that like we act the way that we act on this podcast all like all day every day like, when all of our conversations do not go like this. Like, we're not always being, like, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I also, feel like we're all friendly, we just talk so, you know what I mean? Yeah, and we're all friendly, so we're obviously just, it's like we're just talking to each other and then we're recording it. But if we meet some, if it's some other random person that we don't really know well, you think I want to talk to you like this? No, ma'am. I don't know you. No, ma'am. Like, watch me. If it's like the first time I'm ever meeting you, I'm going to give you the biggest fucking smile ever. I'm going to shake your hand and I'm going to talk like super nice. Like, I'm going to use proper fucking English. Honestly, <laughs> hmm. it's so weird. This is the whole like me being nice to men when I first meet them and then gradually getting meaner. It's like, I'm the opposite. Right. I am mean to men first and then I'm nicer to them. You know what I fucking love? Every single podcast. <laughs> We realize that we operate in like exact opposite ways. Honestly, because I feel like I'm, I just feel like I'm not comfortable being overly mean to men where I'm in a one on one situation with them because. Like, a lot of men that I go on dates with are taller and bigger than me, so they could easily, like, Mm. take me out. So I'm, like, nice to them before I know how they're going to react. Because I don't... Mm. 
I don't want to call someone, like, be mean to somebody on the first date, and in the next minute, they're dragging me across the floor. I'm always like, like you men could be violent. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, also, like, when I meet them, like, in a workplace environment or, like, other places that are not romantic, like, I'm initially always standoffish with men. And I think a lot of people will assume that I'm just, like, bitchy in general. But if they get past that point, they'll come to realize that I'm, like, oh, she's not actually bitchy. She just doesn't really fuck with a lot of men um, because she has her reasons, whatever. And that's the people that I like. Those are the dudes that I like because once they, like, brush off the bitchiness, I'm just like, I respect you. You know what I mean? Like, you got that I wasn't being mean to you because I hate you as a person. It was more so because I am guarding myself from the possibility of you, like, you know, intentionally being mean to me a lot of time when I was younger all these men out here were like absolute bitches to me and I was just like okay I'll learn from that but you know what I've also realized like I I, I tend to like in regards to like my perception I think from like a male perspective I come a lot across a lot more um as sexy or like hot rather than like beautiful and pretty which mm-hmm. To me, I want to be, like, viewed as pretty, but, like, just the way that I'm built. (laughs) Like, the way that I'm built is, like, very curvy, all this kind of thing. And I like showing skin and, like, I like, you know, having my legs out, my titties out. I can't really be perceived anyway other than, like, she's trying to be sexual. And it's like, well, no, I'm not trying to be sexual. I just got titties and I've got hips. And regardless of what I wear, it's going to show. So... Mm. I really do not like that aspect of it. Like, I love who I am as a person, but I just, I wish more often it wasn't so much like, I just don't want to be sexualized as much. I want people to look at me and be like, oh, she's so pretty, you know, she's so cute. She's delicate. I want people to view me as delicate, but also like, that's not really something that will happen because I am Islander. And so like, Islanders are also like, they have this, this mean persona or this like, um, assertive persona strong and ready like, to fight you know, <laughs> yeah like and the women are like you know this this and this and yeah. it's really like well no <laughs> we're not like we're multifaceted people um especially because I'm like a first gen like um person in like a westernized society like I'm very I'm I'm very different to like what you would see as someone who has been in the islands like maybe um, who's someone like as an islander who would be like sixth generation or something like I'm the first gen so my parents were born in the islands and then we moved to like Australia so there's this like mix between trying to um, establish your identity in a western society but also having your parents influence um, your views your beliefs and all of that thing because of their culture it's like really hard to navigate sure you know yes <laughs> i think that's just like for every person of color that in yeah. the western world with parents that are immigrants and then they still hold those views because you're not somewhere in between because you're literally raised in the western world you went to school in a western world so you're going to act more western than you would to your parents and I think that's where I stand sometimes. Mm. Like, it's like yeah. when you're here, you're a person of color. But when you're in like, you know, the islands or whatever, you're like 
a westerner and it's like well true isn't it like people literally come up to me like you have an accent you talk different and I think especially with people that um that I grew up with in South Sudan because I haven't been there since I was fucking like what seven or six and I've forgotten everything because I was a child and now when my uncles and aunties look at me they see a whole different person like they see an Aussie I wasn't raised very much with like my Islander family. So like, I don't really know a lot of them, like the extended cousins and everything. So the first time that I went um, to one of them, I remember all of these little kids would just come up to me, like stare at me and what like, in this like type of like fascinated look. And they called me like Balangi, which means white person. They thought I was a white person. Oof. <laughs> to me, that's an insult. Cause I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even remotely white, okay? <laughs> Maybe it's the way you talked. <laughs> the thing is, I can't speak any of the languages because I, 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 my parents wanted me to learn English. So, you know, they never spoke to me in like any of the native languages. So, but it was more like, the thing is that they, none of these children had ever heard how I like spoke. They never, mm-hmm. I had never spoken to them. But like viewing from it like outside, I'm this like light skin person that has come to these, um, you know family reunions I'm not really speaking to anyone I'm also like dressed differently and so I think there's just this automatic like you know you must be white because you're not really like everyone which makes sense because like when you're in the islands you're not really going to be exposed to um a lot of people who are different yeah <laughs> okay man good cool. <laughs> You know what's really weird? Um, you know how you were saying that you wanted to be perceived as like delicate and like a flower, basically. Yeah, that's what I want. I that you're the opposite. Be, I wanted to be perceived as the exact opposite because that's what I'm perceived <laughs> as. <laughs> like, like, I don't remember anybody not telling me that I was delicate. Like, they literally used those words. All throughout high school and middle school and whatever, they would always be like to me, Tash, you're like the most delicate, precious little flower in our friend group. And I'm like, bitch. I used to- No lie, I used to say that about you. <laughs> but like, like, I think ages ago, I was like, yeah, Tash is the nicest fucking person I've ever met. The sweetest person ever. And like, yes, you are. But now I'm like, there's more to this. <laughs> You know, like, I just feel like, I think that you are nice and sweet to people that you give a shit about, but in general, you're more than that. Like, like, yes, you can be like super, like, I feel like you're really funny and you're very assertive and like, I love it when you actually just tell someone off. Cause I feel like you're the most articulate person I know. <laughs> Like honestly, so whenever whenever you talk, like whenever you talk your shit, I'm just like, wow, she's making. Wow. I need to take notes because she's using <laughs> big words, like things that I've never heard of before. Like I know, like you have told me so much just by speed, just by hearing you talk shit to someone else. I have learned. <laughs> just by watching you put someone in their place, I have learned. Like I just watch, and I'm like, okay. You know what's really funny. Before me and my sister weren't as close, 
My sister once told me that after we had an argument, she was like, literally everything you said to me made me want to die. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, that's why I'm glad that we're friends now. Because every time we used to have arguments, I'd just be like, my existence shouldn't be like this. Like, why is she so mean to me? And I was like to her, I never realized that um, when I got mad at people, it was that aggressive like potent aggressive it's just like facts like you be spitting facts (laughs) that's what i mean but i say it like i say it in a way that makes people feel bad about themselves and then i'm just i love it i love watching that and also like the shock factor you know what i mean like i love watching it it's really fun i just want to see you talk like just put down someone like you know how you say you want to be perceived as like really what what did how did you want to be perceived tash I want to like be, in your own words. I want to be perceived as somebody that isn't like soft and delicate. Somebody that can easily intimidate someone if I wanted to. Like a bad mm, bitch, basically. I want to exert mm. big dick energy instead mm. of like soft little soft girl energy. Because that's what I always get. People are like, they, I look at you and I think that, oh, she's so soft and like sweet. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Also- I want to clarify that when I say that I want to be perceived as delicate and soft, it doesn't mean it. It doesn't mean like man, like easily manipulated. Like that's absolutely not what it is. Yeah, it's more so yeah. like I just I don't want to give off the energy that I'm a bitch, but also I am a bitch. Like I just don't know how to, just don't know how to get there. You know what I mean? I get it. I feel like I just want to be perceived as not a mean person but the type of person who just will not let you get away with anything yeah like yeah. you know what I mean yeah like if you like the way people because I am nice to everyone I think like if so when somebody comes at me and I have people have tried to use my kindness against me like they try to manipulate me and I can I feel like all my childhood I've been manipulated mm. you cannot fuck with me now <laughs> yeah like people Genuine. have taken advantage of my kindness so much Facts. throughout high school mm-hmm. that now that you can try me and yes I will like I will give you the benefit of the doubt in the first place I'll be like mm. I will let you have it but then you come to me again I will literally fuck it I will not throw it at your face but I will do something just on the low mm. just like the way you fucking try to fuck me over it just on the low you would not see it coming and then it's finally here because I have done this before like I do not <laughs> I don't like explaining myself like ever mm-hmm. I do things and I do not want people to ask me why did you do that I did it because I did it I have my I have reasons like... I will not explain it to you <laughs> yeah my mom is constantly telling me like you shouldn't be that way or you shouldn't feel that way or like all this kind of stuff and I'm just like mom like no you don't get to tell me how I'm going to feel about something if I don't like it I don't like it and I'm gonna show it like I think there's all of this like you know thing where I have to betray myself as polite or whatever and it's like no I don't really I really don't like I'm not gonna be fake and I've just I've watched too many people worry about how they're gonna be judged for me to want to be in that situation because that's anxiety ridden I already have anxiety babes I'm not gonna add that to my list of things you know get you i love it next love week it. tash we need to figure out another thing that we do exactly opposite because <laughs> i love this yeah two times in a row running theme <laughs> this is our running theme how many things do me and a have 
in common but in contradiction yeah you guys are like the antithesis <laughs> of each other <laughs> i love that though like i found it so funny when tash literally asked me like do you actually like like me i was <laughs> just like girl what the hell like yes i do i think we're so funny together like genuinely no because like the thing that like i don't know how to explain it but i have like this need to please people, but also this need to not please people. It's like, it's very mixed. It's like, I want people to like me, but then I also don't care if they like me. Like, I just don't want them to hate me. Is it everyone or is it just certain people? Because I find that with certain people, like- It's just certain people. It's not- To like me. It's not everyone. Like, Mm. like a lot of people, I wouldn't care if they like, were like, I despise this chick. I hope she like burns in a tower of flames. Like, I feel like- (laughs) let's go I don't know I think I used to I used to want people to like me I wouldn't say I guess I would say I was a bit of a people pleaser but I think since I've grown up I literally do not give a shit what people think of me and I feel like I do please my friends but that's literally only because my friends are good people and they're nice to me and it doesn't feel like I am pleasing them it doesn't it doesn't feel like a chore it just feels mm. like something I do. It's natural. It's just natural. And that's all it is. But like when somebody else that I don't even fucking like, I just met you and you asked me to do something. If I'm not going to go out of my way, if I can do it for you, I'll do it for you. I'll do you this fucking solid. But I'm not fucking, I'm not burning a fucking limb. Like I'm not going to burn myself for you. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing that. There's very little people in this world that I actually am genuinely nice to because I like being nice to them. Everyone else is kind of either or like I'm just not nice to them <laughs> I love how it's just like I'm not nice to anyone like at all she's like if I'm nice to you you better consider yourself lucky because you are lucky if I'm nice to you everybody else I hate <laughs> and it's me I'm nice to everyone it's, unless you're an asshole and then there's me where it's like if I've been even the tiniest bit mean to you I must like you a lot <laughs> yeah that is so funny <laughs> Yeah, I do. I feel like that's one. me as well. I am mean to the people that I really, really like for no yeah. reason. It's, I will fucking ruin your life. It's so <laughs> odd. Like, I think about things and I'm like, this, like, if somebody told me that they were mean to me because they liked me, I'd be like, why are you gaslighting me? But then I'm like, I do that to people. Like, I'm subtly mean to them. And then I'm like, this is how I show affection. Always <laughs> some spicy, you know? I'm trying to keep it spicy. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to add some your- flavor <laughs> to this relationship. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I, I do take it far. And I just pray that they don't take it, like, um, what do you mean? Like, they don't take it personally. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I like that, too. Because I'm like, wait what are our limits like did I just say something really really bad I know like I've been saying the worst things I'm like please remember it's a joke oh my god do you remember the time that I was talking to um on the phone and then she I she was like oh how are you and I was like um I'm not doing well because I got into a fight with my mom and she's like we already know that your mom hates you or something like that. And then she kind of like, like, oh, no, she said something like, um, it's okay, our moms hate both of us. And then, like, I know that that's true. But when she said it, she said it so casually that it was like somebody threw a brick at me. <laughs> like, 
I was I so shocked. I didn't other people to perceive my damaged relationship with my mother. Thank you very much. Like, and I'm very open about yeah, it. I just want to say, I have taken it so far before, but I've never gone that far. And I am proud of myself. <laughs> I know. It's so funny because sometimes my dad would just slip in some things and like hint at the fact, like that fact. And like me and him joke about it. I'll be like, oh, like, who do you think mom hates more, me or you? <laughs> Trauma bonding. This is trauma bonding done for it. It's trauma bonding. It's okay. (laughs) But somebody on the outside can't. (laughs) Exactly. That's it, though. Or, like, Like, if they say it. Who are you? Yeah. Or if they say it very casually, like, you casually slip it into, like, an everyday conversation. And then it just hits me. Like, it's like I was doing okay before this, but, like, yeah, it's. You know that meme of Drake, like, at the, like, the club or whatever? And then he's just staring into nothing. And it's like when you remember that you have an assignment due but you're out partying that's like me when somebody slips in like my trauma casually into conversation that i wasn't expecting <laughs> there's like very few people that can do that and you won't get offended you know what i mean like mm. even if it's like not a full t- like i have like maybe maybe three or four people where they can go far like they can go really really far and i would not be offended but they're up like everyone else i'm just kind of like what the fuck did you just say to me, bitch? You weren't there. You know, you like you 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 weren't there. You didn't experience it. You can't fucking say that to me. I know. Yeah. Are you the one wiping my tears off the floor? No. <laughs> it was me. It was all me. It was me. I did this on my own. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it out. Love it. I don't know why I'm still laughing. <laughs> We're just like all here just dissociating. <laughs> you know what's a question I've always wanted to ask you guys? Mm. Like, I mainly Bianca because I want to expose her. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. Go on, go on. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> what are some really nice things you've done for somebody on the first date? <laughs> I'll answer questions as well, but I just wanted to expose you too because I'm not that nice. Well, I am nice, but I, I like, I don't like in my head. You guys are never like nice on the first date. So then, when you tell me nice things you've done on the first date or like any date, I'm kind of like bedazzled. Oh, yeah. Like I'm kind <laughs> of like shooketh. All of my mean things are on the inside. You know what I mean? Like. All of the things that I do that I mean are always on the inside. I like keep them in and then I vent to my friends about it. Like I'm always super nice to these dudes. And I think that's probably why they're like interested in seeing me more because or like they think that I want to sleep with them is because like I put across this like persona for them. Like, hey, like I'm super interested. I'm super engaged. When in reality, I'm like not. There was one time I waited at this restaurant for this dude who was like an hour and so late. But it was not really because like I was waiting for him it was more because I was at a restaurant that I really fucking liked and I was gonna eat regardless of whether he came or not I was not like fussed about it um I can really do things with like I think the nicest thing that I do for dudes is like fucking I dress up like like, that's a (laughs) pleasure to the eye go out with them yeah (laughs) yeah show up I go out with them that's the nicest thing I do what is does it have to be on the first date no it just has to be in general Oh. <laughs> why, why are you exposing me? 
she's like i've never been for nice on a first date to be honest like the out. fact that you guys found out only because he fucking blabbed his fucking mouth otherwise no one would have ever found out but you literally told me <laughs> he blabbed his mouth you're the one who told her bianca wait didn't he say it was it me or was it him you told me because um you were trying to get some information out of me and you're like, I'll tell you something really fucking embarrassing that I know you'll judge me for. And then I was like, okay, I'll do it. If to you be honest, me. when I like, after I did it and I think I've had like two, 48 hours to think about it. I'm like, like, to be honest, till this day, I'm like, I am openly out here. I am openly dating this person and telling everyone how I feel. If this fucking goes left, I will be so embarrassed. <laughs> every single time that I send someone like um this like a person I'll be like oh my gosh I'm going out with this dude like it's going really well every single time I talk about it and then next minute they're like I'm emotionally unavailable but I still want to sleep with you fucking hate it I'm like I'm so embarrassed you know what's really funny um the fact that like I know all of my all of the people I date are not gonna last so and then I still send photos and like be all giggly and like oh my god I like them so much to you guys is actually so funny I'm not even embarrassed by it I find it hilarious because I'm like I feel like we all know it's not even real and it's not gonna last and we're just like fine with it and you know this too but like I did it Oh my god. I fucking knew. I'm like, this bitch is going mad. It's so embarrassing. But I know she's not embarrassed because fucking one like three weeks from now it'll be over. Like she'll be like, what who's that? I don't remember this. This is something traumatic happened. I literally like like I've experienced this once with Tash so far. And now I know better. But I literally thought something traumatic had happened and like he wronged her in like a really big way. And now I'm just like, no, she just what okay anyways she had convinced herself you know yeah okay what is the most nicest thing i did okay so (laughs) (laughs) i have done okay so this one i think this is with darren it was literally the second fucking date it was the second date not the like oh my god she was the second date guys i know i've never been on a second anyways anyways I just do not, I never went on second dates because these men were like never fucking great. But I went on, on our, I think I was like so fucking hypnotized from the first date, you guys. Okay. I was probably in a whole nother realm. I wasn't thinking straight. Like I really had hazy goggles on. I couldn't see that I went to the shops and I bought this man brand new pairs of shoes. It was the Nike Air Force Ones. And I feel like, and like literally, if if you know me, I love giving gifts. It's literally my love language. I just give people gifts. Like I might as well be like, and then I wrote a fucking card. I wrote a card, like a personalized fucking card with the most grossest fucking words that if I read it today, I barf. Like literally gave it to him. And I'm so glad that he had a positive reaction to it because like literally that could have gone so that could have gone sideways like I don't think if this if it hadn't worked out Tash if like we weren't (laughs) together you would never fucking find this out like you would never find this out and I'm just gonna like confess right here right now that I have done other embarrassing things not to this one but to other people and I'm never gonna fucking say it (laughs) wow 
will never say it. like literally i'm i am confessing this to you right now just to let you know i feel like just letting you know this now it proves my our friendship i'm literally because i cannot out of these words out like i can't like i think about it and i just want to go back in time and remember <laughs> when deadpool went back in time and shot himself that's that's what i want to do back then like that's what i want to fucking do and be like you will thank me later <laughs> I've literally told you that I was on a date with somebody and they were told me that they couldn't see me for two weeks because they were getting a haircut and I was like, but I'll miss you. Like, if that no, ain't some that dumb shit. <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> it wasn't even words, it was actions. It was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. I'm taking it to the grave. And if I ever told you, just know that is like the most vulnerable I've ever been. Like, <laughs> Like, if I ever tell you, please do not laugh at me because I would die. <laughs> because I am being so vulnerable. Like, I literally, I don't think I could go to therapy and probably never tell my therapist because that's how embarrassed I am. Like, I'm paying this woman to tell her shit, but I wouldn't because I just, I can't, I can't have people knowing. I can't have people knowing. I feel you. Too embarrassing. There's, there's some things about my interactions with men that I would never tell you guys. Because... <laughs> Let's take this to the grave. We're taking it to the grave. It's between me, God, and that person. <laughs> and also, if I ever dated a white man, I would never tell you guys. Like, never, ever, in a million years. Yeah, like... imagine, imagine uh, we're just walking down the street, I see you holding a white man. I'll be like... <gasps> <laughs> Honestly, if I ever ended up marrying a white man, I would cut you all off. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I got, we can no longer be friends till I divorce him. Wedding. You I'll guys wouldn't even know about it. I would literally tell you that my dad moved me to the Philippines. Like, no, no, I will, I will literally hunt you down and then I'll figure out. And when I do, I'm going <laughs> to laugh at your face. <laughs> Sorry, you would never find out. I would actually kill myself before that happened. I will laugh at your face. Like I will, I will need you to see it just so I just you know the embarrassment i'd be like <laughs> no, i'm sorry i'd be like to him sorry um do you have a friend that isn't white that i can go outside with but i'll i'll come home to you i promise i won't do anything with your friend <laughs> just oh, fuck me. Fuck it'd be me. too much for me <laughs> oh i just hope time just time really fucks you over like i really do because i just want to laugh i want to laugh like, i want to be on the ground laughing but like, i want to be just just be like, do you remember when you said? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it enough that I date fellow men from the area? Isn't that enough of an embarrassment for you to laugh at? Like, why do I have to date like white men as well to let you laugh at me? <laughs> no, but you know what? I love the fact that you love dating fellow men from the area. And because you have literally said it so many fucking times and you say it like it's a flaw, that at this point, I just love making fun of you for it. <laughs> and that's why every single day, if somebody be like, describe Tash for me I'm like well she's really obsessed with filler men it's like a personality <laughs> at this point like that's how I would like if some alien were like describe your friend like Tash is definitely obsessed with filler men I don't know why don't ask but that is that's that's just her thing <laughs> I'm like what about um like something's wrong with her something's going on with I don't know what it is I can't put my finger to it she was talking. She was talking about. She wants a man that doesn't like her. I. I did not. <laughs> All this weird shit. But also, also wait. I just said my name. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I was counting 
Yes. Again, A. A is like in a whole different spectrum. Like nobody knows what's going on there, right? Nobody knows. <laughs> no, okay, she okay. was telling the universe she wants a man that does not like her. I did. I could not compute. The universe could not compute. Honestly, I feel like many people could not compute. Honestly, if anybody like asked me what A's like ideal type of man was, I'd probably be like, he's probably white. <laughs> And then I'd like have no knowing else. her track record. I'd be like, I'd be like, probably white and someone. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Literally, that would be like, hey, I don't know, there's something going on with A, but she's a lovely person. But there's something going on. <laughs> don't trust her taste in people, but like, like I like her. I can't put my finger on it. Lovely fucking person, but there's something. It's the whole like um. If I've ever liked you, there must be something wrong with you because every person that I like is not a good person. <laughs> every single person that I've ever liked is emotionally unavailable. And I don't know, I, I was thinking about it um, after the last person that I liked, not the most recent one, but like the one that I was really, really into. It's like, am I attracted to people who are hurt because I enjoy helping people get better like am I that person am I that person that like is actively like not even actively like a subconsciously um like going towards people who are emotionally unavailable or hurt because I think that I can make them better it could also be that the fact that they're emotionally unavailable and somewhat unattainable makes them attractive to you because you're like this wouldn't would probably never be like a long-term permanent thing. And that's what I'm comfortable with. Well, I think it's more so like this person, because a lot of the time when people are interested in me in a romantic sense, my mind just goes straight to, you're just trying to sleep with me. You know what I mean? Whereas people who are like not interested in me, I'm just like, oh, they like me for me. (laughs) (laughs) See, there's a thing about me that's like, Unless I've had sex with you, I don't know whether or not if I like you. Because to me, I'm like, unless you were rubbing up on me all the time, I don't think that you like me. Like, why are you not sexualizing me at least once? (laughs) (laughs) And here we go, being exactly like this. I liked people who, like, I've had sex with and it just started as a sexual thing. Um... But it just always turns to something where they're like, I'm not emotionally uh, available. Like, you said that you wanted to, this to be a hookup. And then it's kind of, like, accusatory towards me. And I'm just like, yeah, I did. But, like, I fucking like you. Like, I'm sorry that I like you like that. Like, I'm sorry that my feelings changed. It's really weird like that. I'm just like... But people can change as you get to know someone. Oh, yeah. Like, you mm. can be like, I, ne- I didn't want to date. Like... And it's weird that people would think that because, like, sometimes you could organically meet someone and not want anything serious, but then end up wanting, wanting something serious. Like, look at Bianca and her boyfriend. Why are you putting me I was just using that as an example. Like, I don't think Bianca went on that first date and was like, oh, my God, after this, I'm getting a boyfriend. You know what I mean? <laughs> you did dress no. up, though. I did. That's only because he was... I was going to be like, because he was nice to me. But that's because he literally put effort compared to everybody else that I went on a date with. Hmm. And to be honest, I wasn't that fucking dressed up, okay? I wore jeans, all right? 
I wore I wore jeans and like a crop top, and I did my she hair. Look ish. cute. Ish. ish. She went out of her way to like, you know, present. I look well. presentable. I was like, let me be presentable today. You know what's really weird? I've noticed that when I wear jeans on a date, men want to touch me more than when I wear like a skirt or something, which is very odd to me. And also, both circumstances, I don't like it. We're on the first date. Why are you trying to touch me? Hmm. I'm going to wear jeans to my next date. I want to see how that works out. You never wear jeans to your first date? You've never done it before? I've, no, I always wear dresses. Even if it's fucking I cold? I dresses. Yeah. Bitch, do you not get cold? Like, I've always worn dresses to dates, yeah. Think about but it. Like, like, I always we... want a skirt or a dress. Bitch. See, if the weather permits wearing a fucking skirt, yes. You will never see me walking outside these streets in a skirt in winter. I hate the cold. <laughs> so like I enjoy dresses so much I just think they make me really look really cute and I'm always trying to put like have you look really good in dresses you look really yeah so that's why I always wear them even if it's like really fucking cold but yeah I've never worn pants to a date I think Bianca was the person Mm -hmm. that convinced me to wear pants in general because they look so good on her I was like they might look okay on me and then they looked good on me and I was like oh my god and I love the fact that you started, you adopted color. I know, my whole well. fashion wardrobe. <laughs> and now, and also I adopted jewelry and handbags from you. <laughs> <laughs> the role reversal. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh my goodness. You know, A, you remember how you were talking about um, you want to be like the way you buy clothes and because you want to do good for the environment and stuff like that? Mm. Yo, that shit is hard. It's like, so hard. It's so hard. Like now, like I stopped buying fast fashion. So like I literally deleted Shein app. I deleted pretty little things. All those things. I deleted them. And I'm like, I'm never buying anything from here again. But yeah. then you find out like sh- shops that are like expensive clothes, for example, Zara, that's still fast fashion. Bitch, hmm. I can't, I can't fucking afford Louis Vuitton every fucking day. Okay. Yeah. Every week. I cannot. The way that I perceive it, I like think that the way that I go about it is um, I'll, I'm much more purposeful with what I'm buying rather than where I'm buying from. Because I understand that like fast fashion is bad, but when I'm buying stuff, it takes me a really long time to buy it because I'm like, hey, am I actually going to use this? How often am I going to use it? Um, will it be something that I use like long term? So that's why I'm like, and also, is it like interchangeable? Can I make a lot of outfits from it? I feel like I'm doing that now too. Yeah. So like, that's, whenever that's the I way I shop it. in regards to like being more environmentally conscious rather than am I shopping from fast fashion or whatever? Because I, I can't buy things, you know, like I, I can't afford, you know, designer brands. And honestly, I'm not really interested in designer brands. Like they don't really come out with stuff that like I like. There's this shoe that I've been wanting for such a long time. And every single day I'm like, I can get these shoes, but I don't know why I don't buy them. Like I have no fucking clue why, but yeah, I want them, but I'm like, am I going to wear it all the time? But also I think like, as you were saying, I have been like, I, from now on, I kind of, I put a quota on myself. So like, there's no, it's not a price thing, but definitely like I will buy what, like I have ha- I have a wish list and then I keep it for a very long time and then only and I'll only buy that and I'll only buy one thing from that wish list a month or maybe if it's like a bunch of stuff that I have from one store I will buy that whole thing but then that's that'll be the only thing I buy for the month 
Mm. And I also keep shit on my wish list because sometimes like these prices do go down. Um, yeah. If I was lucky enough that like the fucking it didn't run out because <laughs> everything I ever wanted always fucking runs out. Like every time mm-hmm. I'm like, why do these hoes have the same fucking fashion sense as me? Yeah. Like wow. that dress that I bought from ASOS, like majority of the clothes that I buy now are from ASOS, which I'm like, yeah, it's fast fashion, but it's also like, it's really accessible. Um, which is something that I need. Like I can't be out here buying, you know, $80 shorts. That is not something that I can afford. Mm. but um I recently bought a whole bunch of shorts and like I'm just like I'm gonna wear these things because I prior to like living outside from home like with my family wasn't really wearing shorts how to but now I have mm. a whole bunch of shorts and I'm like this is purposeful like I am going to be using these things but I also bought this dress I bought it in a certain size because I was like yes I really want this one um I'm gonna use it like and I know a bunch of different ways I'm gonna use it and then I went back to look at it literally a day later sold out I was like thank fridge you know thank fuck I got it because I was like I really wanted it yeah and I feel like sometimes when you really want something like two weeks from now you might not even you'll realize that you don't want it that bad you know so I think that's what I'm doing now like I just leave things and also um I try to look at Pinterest a lot and then when I find an outfit that I really like or something, I try to recreate it with the things that I already have. And bitch, let me tell you, I have a giant fucking wardrobe and it's full to the brim. And 90% of the time I have it. <laughs> I have it. So I think right now I'm just buying statements. Yes. Yeah. Statements or basics, like, or things that can be switched up with your basics and your statements so that yes. you can make multiple think, different yeah. outfits. Right now, for mm. me, I think I'm buying more corporate wear and shoes that are, like, nice but comfy. Mm. And also, also like, really fits within also, the criteria. My favorite thing is, like, Tasha's, like, buying things. But, like, I feel like me and Tasha's fashion sense is almost similar. It's not 100% there, but it's almost there. So I'm just, like, going to go buy a fucking borrow her clothes. Thanks. Yeah. I didn't even ask for permission. I'm just Anytime. I literally told you anytime you want my clothes. The only thing that it. I don't like is the fact that your foot size is smaller than mine. Like it's literally only one size foot. Like I could literally fit. But some shoes I wear a size eight, so you can wear those. But your boots though. What size are your boots? <laughs> you have really nice boots. See? I can't fuck it. See, I'm gonna die. Because like you know those boots that you have? I think like the one that look like rain boots almost. Mm, the ones I got from ASOS. Like, I really like them, but I'm not going to buy it for myself because I know I'm not going to wear it all the time. And because I have a fucking shit ton of boots. <laughs> oh, my God. I literally tried it on today with, like, several different of my skirts. The way that I look like a complete baddie. Like, love it. I love it. I, I, I have the rock boots. I have the rock boots. I can't wait to wear them. I, I can't wait to wear them. Wait. I literally cannot wait. Also, I, wait, we should all now. wear boots one day. Like, I'm going to buy my white boots and then we can all wear boots on the same day. Oh yeah. I love how boots are in. Boots are the best. I boots literally live for boots. I don't think there's, like, I literally just used to switch between creepers and boots. Like, that was my staple wear. I didn't wear sneakers. They look really good in creepers as well, though. Like, creepers were, like, definitely your thing. I think, I feel like I have I have, like, two pairs of creepers both of them i never bought but they were gifted to me one was from you and i really like them <laughs> i really like them i and i don't have any boots and the only reason why is because 
I find it really difficult to buy boots for myself because I've got like smaller ankles and then thick ass calf muscles. And then so when I buy shit, it either doesn't fit on my calf or it's not tight enough to my ankle. Um, and so I, it makes me think that I have a cankle and I'm mm. like, the rest of my body just needs my small like um, ankles to like really shape it out so I don't look too chunky. Like I like looking chunky to an extent. I don't want to look too chunky because then my brain will like hate myself. It's like internalized fat phobia, you know? But is it noticeable? Because I feel like sometimes you notice flaws about yourself that nobody else will ever fucking notice it idea that's why I like the boots that I'm going to get because like they're real like they're basically like sock ones where it's like really tight everywhere else but then like they are actually functional boots rather than like you know I feel like I've learned throughout the years because I used to be like I used to be I used to have insecurities about so many things on my body but then I guess it's literally because of my insecurities that I noticed it on other people also Mm. but then my brain would be like they're I don't feel like they're less than me and they're fine and they look good so I think it took me such a long fucking time to get over my insecurities that from like now I could look at something in the mirror and not like it but I swear to god nobody fucking no one will notice it Mm. (laughs) I think yeah that's the case like a lot of the times I am like that it's not so much like that I I'm worried about having cankles it's more so I'm like I want a specific like look Look. you know what I mean like I want to look a certain way and if I don't have that way, then I'm like, I don't like how this looks. Mm. It's not really so much about insecurity, I think. It's more so about like, I want to look It doesn't fit the aesthetic. And if I don't look that way, I'm angry about it. You know? I get that. That used to be me with like flat sneakers. I'd be like, this isn't giving height. So why would I wear it? <laughs> like... I am 5'3". <laughs> oh. Five two. <laughs> I have to say it. I have to say it. <laughs> Don't out me like that. I'm actually five two and a half. <laughs> so round you up, babe. Five two. Okay, I'm gonna come out and say it. I'm I'm like I round up my five eight. <laughs> Same. Everybody rounds up. It's fine when we do it. But like it's not like these men's, okay? They yeah. can be like five eight and be like I'm six foot. <laughs> yeah, that's not rounding Literally. up. That's giving they- yourself so many feet. Extra. I'm literally like men I met a man up we round up like you know millimeters yeah <laughs> I found out I found this man that was five foot six and then he was like I'm five ten go to meet him he was shorter than me <laughs> and then I looked down at him and he's like it's because you're wearing like like you know the vans with the platform the no, it's the vans with the platforms that's the one I was wearing. And he's like, it's because of your shoes. I'm like, sis, I am towering you. <laughs> Baby, in these shoes, I'm not even six foot. What do you mean? I, I swear to God, in these shoes, I'm not even five foot nine. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> oh, God. God bless these men, really. You know what? <laughs> I don't think that I would be able to tell the difference if somebody was like, 5'10 or 5'8 because all I know is like 5'8 is like you guys' height so anybody taller than that would be just be taller than that to me like, <laughs> like any height, any height below 5'8 is it's short. short yeah 
above 5'8", that's tall. You know what's really <laughs> funny? Like, I'm 5'3", but I would never date someone that's less than 5'8", just because I like the height of both of you against myself, that I'm like, a 5'5", or a 5'6", man, isn't gonna give what it needs to. It will never to. do. It will never do. Like, <laughs> it's not gonna give me what I need. Yeah. I've always wanted to feel tiny against, like, with someone, but I never the opportunity to do so because it happened to me once eh? mm-hmm. once I was on the train I was coming home listen to me like you know the like you know city trains when you get in it's like you're not up you're not down it's like that area where everybody stands this mm-hmm. man walked in and like all I saw was his chest like I looked left and I saw chest and I looked up this man was his head is almost touching the roof and I literally I literally mouthed wow <laughs> It happened to me once as well. I was really drunk and um, this girl wing womaned me by pushing me into this dude. I turn around. This dude is like, I'm pretty sure he was like 6'6 six, six to 6'8. Six, like when we made out, he was literally hunched over to make out with me. And I'm just like, damn. I remember the last date I went on was with this 6'4 dude. The way that I felt like a tiny ant compared to him. (laughs) Like, he had to manhandle me to make out with me. Like, literally lifted me up by my legs. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I was sitting there. (laughs) Hey, did you you pop your feet out like, like, um, (laughs) like the Princess Diaries? (laughs) No, he was crazy. She was cradling him. He was, he was lifting her up. Oh my god! And ah. when we were hugging at the train station, I couldn't even hear his heartbeat because I was beside his abs. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, to him, "Oh my oh, god, you have abs!" Shit. And then he's like, "You probably went home with back pains, bro." <laughs> <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. Like, um, yeah. And then I was, I kept saying to him throughout the night, I was like, oh my God, I've never made out with someone as tall as you. <laughs> I was like, oh my you're God, so you're so tall. tall. I'm was... literally over a foot taller than you. Honestly, That's what my brother yeah. is. My brother's like, cool. wow, like, wow. I think all of my brothers, except for like the four-year-old is like six or plus. Oh, sorry. Six foot plus. Because... Yeah, my family in general is tall. I'm probably one of the shortest. I'm going to probably be one of the shortest once my sister is older, but we love that. Not everyone in my family is tall, but most of us are. My mom is so fucking short and I always make fun of her for it. Like every time. My mom is shorter than me. Like every single time. She's too short though. She's like five foot six or some shit. And I'm like, mommy, what is wrong with you? Like every single time I'm like, I was like, like every time she'll be walking past me, I was like, move aside short person, please. <laughs> and then I she's like, your dad only because I got older, I got older and I shrunk. You're going to shrink too. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I think my dad is like five one. He's like a couple of centimeters shorter than me. Like it's not that much. Oh my God, your dad is so tiny. Yeah, he's like, He's like probably pie. that much shorter than me. He's so funny. I remember one time I patted him on the head. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I do that to my mom all the time. I, Isn't that fun? It is. And you know what I really like? I really just like rubbing people's head. So like one time when he was just sitting down minding his own business and I came into the room, like he had his back turned to me because he was sitting at a dining table. So then I walked in and like just unannounced, I just rubbed him on the head and like shook his hair around. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, was, I was like, hi, Dylan. <laughs> I'm just patting you. What do you mean? 
Is this affection? What is happening? <laughs> oh my god. So I think funny. my dad really misses talking to me though. Like every time like we have a conversation, he's just so intently listening and like he like has conversations like he's excited that I'm talking to him. I think that's really interesting. Like our dynamic has changed so much since I was younger. My dad gets so excited talking as well. It's so funny. I think it's just because I went for a really, really long time where I just didn't talk to him in general. Mm. But that was his own fault. It was his own it was his own fault. He did what he did and he said what he said. And he had never apologized for it. Yo, these ethnic fans will never fucking apologize. <laughs> you know, once he did actually apologize to me. Yeah. He, um, before I moved out, he was drunk though. And I don't really, I don't enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like say what you're going to say with sober. But he made me, like I made eye contact with him even though I was trying really hard not to. Maybe come and sit next to him. And then he's like, I sat really far away and I was really stiff and um, he made me sit next to him and he said, I'm sorry. And I'm like, for what? And he was like, I'm just really sorry. And I was like, okay. Then I walked away. And honestly, like on the outside, that probably seemed like a really cold hearted move. But if someone is apologizing you and they don't really even know what they're apologizing to you for, is it a real apology or are they just trying to like absolve themselves of like Mm. what they did to you and from what they caused, you know? I mean, people who say, like, usually when you're drunk, being drunk, what, tells the heart or some shit? That's a lie. Like, I don't even know what it is. Well, that's what people tell me. They'll be like, being drunk is your true thoughts. I think mm-hmm. it's different for different people because I'd be hella lying when I'm drunk. <laughs> especially I don't around think I'm men. Lying. I, I don't think I'm lying when I'm drunk. Like, I'd be saying, like, I feel like I'm all the time joking. Like, I have no filter. <laughs> yeah, that's when I'm yeah. drunk. Like, I don't mean it. I don't know. Do I mean it? Like, it's not, it's, it's meant to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you said some problematic things when you've been drunk. Please say some problematic things. But I'm just like, it's just like in my heart, it's a joke. Like there's no malice <laughs> in it. And I can never explain it. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, I'm sorry I said it. But then my dumb ass is all, like, I think, I feel like my, like the way I apologize, it's always like, I'm so sorry I said that. But it meant <laughs> like all the time. I always be saying but and I need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're like giving one of those YouTuber apologies. <laughs> that's what I'm going to work on. I feel like that's something I should work on. I'm going to be like, you know what? Stop saying but. Don't try to explain yourself. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up and say sorry. <laughs> I feel like me and you have a tendency to dig holes deeper than they should be instead of just letting it go. <laughs> like, I always feel the need to explain and then I'm digging it deeper. <laughs> And people are hating you more or, like, disliking your apology more. And you just can't help it. It's like... <laughs> I, it's no, worth it at this you. point. <laughs> you understand yet. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like only ever when I'm drunk will I be overly affectionate with a man in public. Yeah. Genuine. Me do that sober? Absolutely not. Like I do it, do do it sober, but in different ways. It's more subtle. But like me mm-hmm. drunk, I'm just like I want to kiss your. Like I literally want to eat your face. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, overt with like the flirting, and it's it's weird because I don't realize that I'm doing it, but I am very flirty as a drunk. I feel like I flirt more as a straight man when I'm drunk. Mm. 
like in... I don't think I flirt at all when I'm drunk. Do I even flirt? You do. I've, I've watched you in action, babe. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. We don't realize that we're flirting when we're drunk. And I like. Think I'm flirting. I, I think I'm being funny. Someone like, literally <laughs> videoed me while I was drunk, and I was out here just like, you know, <laughs> don't, people flirting, kissing people. Don't make me talk about some receipts. <laughs> I feel like you still have receipts that I just don't want to fucking see I'm like why are you holding this against me the fact that I feel like the fact that you've been there at every embarrassing thing I've ever done is actually my worst fucking nightmare why like she was present while me I was acting a fucking clown (laughs) and acting a fucking mess and then she will not bring it up the next day or the following week, it'll be like six months from now. It'll when be I like it'll be like eight months when we're on a hike, and I'll be like, "Do you, do you remember me? <laughs> do you remember?" And I'm like, ah! "The way you were I'm running away from me, and I was running towards you." And then no, you're like, we went on a hike, yeah. And then she brought up something that happened like eight, nine months ago that I forgot about. Like I have like it was out of my system and then she's like I have the photo let me show you and I physically had to run away from her so I don't because I don't want to see it I'm like I don't want to fucking see it (laughs) I was giving her like I was giving her a scenario I was like you know when you get married I'm gonna make you a slideshow of all of like embarrassing things you've done like towards men in front of me and then I was like do you want a taste test like I'll show you some photos I have and then she ran away (laughs) <laughs> oh man okay this was this has been a good talk thank you guys for listening i feel like this was a great episode today i had really i had fun um i didn't i don't think i said anything problematic today so <laughs> on the back for me <laughs> thank you it's so good to be like Non problematic, guys. I feel I love good. I'm problematic. I love it. <laughs> but no, we should stop. Oh my god. We love yeah, you, besties. Thank you for listening today. Thanks for Bye. listening. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>